Hello and welcome to episode 250 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. What a milestone, 250 episodes, pretty good run. Keep on chugging, Energizer Bunny, this guy right here. Today, tonight, this afternoon, this evening, good morning, whatever you are, wherever you are, however you are. I'm bringing you a fantastic show from the very, 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 very start of Led Zeppelin's career on their very, very first tour of the United States in January of 1969, before their album was out, even, I think. <laughs> January 23rd, Boston Tea Party, Boston, Massachusetts, legendary gig, legendary set of gigs. <clears throat> I have covered uh, the 26th of January. They also played on the 25th. And this is their opening night, first night in Boston. People are coming to this show. They've never seen Led Zeppelin before. They may have heard them on WBCN because there were albums out uh, to the radio stations, advanced copies. And you can hear at the beginning of this recording, people talking. I mean, I think the first thing you hear is somebody saying, I can't see shit, man. <clears throat> or just, I can't see shit, which is funny. Um, but you can hear somebody, it's an American voice, and it doesn't sound like J.J. Jackson, the uh, WBCN DJ and future MTV VJ, who was a friend of the band. And at this show, um, it's just, it might be somebody from the venue, it may just be some fuck from WBCN. But, you can hear him giving away promo copies of the album. Can you imagine getting a promo copy of Led Zeppelin 1 in January of 1969, seeing them for the first time because you've heard the buzz about them? Hey, you got to see this band, man. Holy shit. The guy from the Yardbirds has a band of fucking maniacs. It's like cream times 10 and they're not assholes. Beautiful. So. Okay, that's setting the stage. One other thing um, that I noticed on the 26th, anyway, is the 26th, I believe, is rumored to be the four and a half hour show, the marathon where the crowd would not let them off stage and they played their set twice, played every song they know, etc. I don't think it's this night. It's, I believe it's to be the 26th. But these guys are welcomed <clears throat> with open arms and, you know, by dazed and confused, the crowd is are diehard Zepp fans. And this gig, if not this run of gigs, it might just be the tea party. It might be that four and a half hour gig, but this is the rumored birthplace of headbanging. Led Zeppelin at the Boston tea party is reported to be the first recorded documented headbanging occurrence of people in front of the stage, just banging their fucking heads. Cause they're just so, ah! So yeah, good stuff. We're going to start it easy. Well, let me give you the set list. <clears throat> you will be able to get this for free, courtesy of my patrons, for free at heartofmarkness.com. You can get this entire recording, not just the songs that I play. This is an incomplete tape. It is the KRW underscore CO transfer, the best that we have for the moment, which is a second generation tape, <clears throat> but it's a reel to reel. And it's the lineage is the audience recording 
Real-to-real first gen, which is great. Real-to-real second gen, which is also great because real-to-real is the highest of fidelity at that point. So it's much better than having a second generation cassette from a first generation cassette from a master cassette. Going real, 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 or at least something real, real is much better for preserving the fidelity and you can hear it. One other thing from this recording is it's a decent audience recording for the time, especially for the time. Um, and the, any imbalance you hear is simply because Led Zeppelin were just starting out. They were traveling by like rented station wagon and cargo van kind of thing. They were not famous yet. They were not rich yet. They were still poor. I believe Robert and Bonzo were still sharing a hotel room at this time. So they didn't have a sound man. They didn't have a mixing desk. They had the instruments on the stage and whatever the house PA was. And Robert Plant was in charge of that, which is why there's lots of feedback in the vocals on these first things, because there isn't a sound guy. They have to deal with what they have. And with Robert being as loud and as high pitched as he was at that time, Banshee like feedback is a fucking given. So Unless you're really on top of that, you're going to have feedback, which is why you have some feedback in this. And it is bass heavy because Jonesy was just pushing out more sound than Jimmy was, at least from where the microphones were. Still listenable. It's not as bad as the one last week, which was still awesome. I listened to that one a million times. If you haven't heard last week's from June 22nd, listen to it. That show is amazing. That recording is a much better recording than we had previously. Holy shit. And I think it's the best in my time of dying live I've ever heard. <clears throat> that was last week's, not this week's. Okay, here is the set list for this week. Remember, it's an incomplete tape. Train kept a rolling. I can't quit you, baby. As long as I have you with Fresh Garbage and Bags Groove included. Fresh Garbage being the spirit song. Bags, Bags Groove being the Miles Davis tune from Kinda Blue, I think. That's the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Dazed and confused and you shook me. So, let's get into it let's start with train kept a rolling you're hearing what they heard at this time when they're all just kind of sitting on the floor milling around waiting for the band to start the band is on stage setting up their own shit they're not rock gods yet but they're on their way and this is what people heard train kept a rolling here we go I Let's definitely do it. 
really great, in a sense, great to be in Boston. Calling it Jimmy, it's one of the best places he's ever played. So, so let's see what we can, we can do. It's a bit of a funny sound coming out of the microphone. Anyway, uh, we, we got this, um, I think right now in the shops, there's an album called Led Zeppelin. I don't know whether it's out yet, it seems to be. Is it out? You see, in one place it comes out one day, another place about three weeks later or something like that. Anyway, on this album we've, we've tried to do a cross-section of everything that we've got into. And uh, we've included some blues because that's where it all comes from. Now, one of the tracks is I think from Otis Rush, while well, Jimmy changes the string, or rather replaces the string. This is the thing on an album which we go off Chicago the Blues Today or something like that. It's called. It's called. Hang on a Hang on a minute. I hope that sounds really strange. It's like his master's voice, the record players with the big trumpets. I think I'll stick to the trumpet. Together, we're going to carry on the thing off the album. I can't quench you, man. Well, it was an executive decision to keep the uh, chatter after the song, even though it was introducing a song I'm not playing. Um, foreshadowing. Because I like it that it's just conversational and not rock star conversational. Like, uh, you know, by the time we got to the Earl's Court time in 75, it was rock star conversational. This is, hey, I still have sweat stains from lugging the amps in onto the stage, even though it's January. I was talking to people. There are guys in the audience that I'm looking at five feet away from me that I have a familiarity with because I was chatting with them before. We're not famous yet. Here's who we are. Here's what we're doing. Let me tell you a little bit about ourselves. I'm Robert Plant. Bam. I love that. I love that That uh, colloquial feel. I don't know what the word would be. Familiarity, camaraderie, or just uh, youth and innocence. In any case, powerful, powerful, powerful. I love the fact that when Train Kept a Rollin' started... There was a smattering of applause that was different and supplemental to the applause that was just like, yay, the show started. That It was the kind of applause of like, oh, all right, which means there were Yardbird fans there who were like, oh, excellent, train, okay, this is going to just be like a Yardbirds show. And then it wasn't. Amazing. These guys. All right. Now we're going to jump into As Long As I Have You, which is a soul song or R&B song by Garnet Mims, which doesn't sound anything like the way our boys perform it. And there are things uh, from Spirit's Fresh Garbage, as well as, as I mentioned earlier, Miles Davis Bag's Groove in this psychedelic jam fest that did not last. Oh, I don't think it lasted past the midpoint of 69. I think it ended right about the time Jimmy got the Les Paul from Joe Walsh. Which would have been, I mean, he was still playing, they were still playing it in April at the Fillmore, the end of April. Hmm. So not much later than that. 
All right, folks, as long as I have you, an unreleased Zeppelin treasure, 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 treasure.
In the words of that young woman who is a senior citizen now, if indeed she's still with us, dynamite. (laughs) I love the audience recordings for that. I love it when you can just kind of feel like you're there. That was awesome. That was awesome, awesome, awesome. I love it when uh, Robert, after 8 million years of jamming, Robert starts to pull, you know, bring it back to as long as I have you and doing the I was born in darkness line but he did it differently he was kind of vamping and the band did not pick up on it 
not pick up on it. They did not go along. They did not use that as their jumping off point. He had to sing it again in the proper, quote, way. I was born in darkness. I fought my way out of the blue. Is what I'm talking about. So, blessings upon all of that. That was amazing. You know what else is amazing? My patrons are amazing unbelievably because they're patient as fuck i'm working on it i'm working on it i promise kind of uh the wheels came off around the holidays and i'm trying to pull myself out of it and i mean i'm doing it i'm pulling myself out of it any heasel let's uh jump forth to the spiel which is super simple you can find me anywhere you find podcasts which you know because you found me uh, I'm also on YouTube as Heart of Markness. The podcasts are there. Uh, Twitter, although that is less and less because Twitter is becoming more and more, or X as it is now, uh, crazy bones. It used, I used to have lots of Led Zeppelin and people in my feed, and now it's all like flat earthers and QAnon bullshit. And so I'm not on Twitter much at all. Facebook group is the best place to also hang out. I have a Facebook group, Heart of Markness. There's a running theme on the things. Couple hundred people pushing 300 people now, I think. Um, we've gotten big enough that we're starting to get spam. I just went in and purged a bunch of posts that were just Eastern European women showing off their ass, which is fine, but not Led Zeppelin related at all. So, there's that. There's heartofmarkness.com, which is the website I mentioned earlier, which is where you can go to get the links to just about every show that I've covered, including the bonus episodes from the pandemic, <clears throat> which were other bands, not Led Zeppelin, just to make the day go by, you know. So, uh, yeah, heartofmarkness.com. You can go to heartofmarkness.com and get this entire show, the songs that I listed out to you, the whole thing. Go there now. Get it. Go there now. Get it. And as I mentioned earlier, I hope it is courtesy of the generosity and support of my patrons, the Titans upon whose shoulders rest this humble yet mighty podcast and a Laurel and Hardy handshake goes out to Keith and Tilda, Brian, Steve, George, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray, Picard, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, other David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. I love each and every one of you. Thank you very much. And because of them, covering the costs of all the hosting and stuff, this gets free for you. Go there. Get it. Enjoy. Reap their bounty. And now that we've got the spiel out of the way, I have for you a very, very beautiful song you're going to like so much. Dazed and Confused. And... Keep in mind, this is probably the first time a lot of the audience is seeing the violin bow. So it's going to be a big wow, man. Except for those Yardbirds fans, they know it's coming. Enjoy. Dazed. Proto. Date. No, it's it's legitimately dazed. It's not embryonic dazed. It's just dazed. Enjoy.
Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love it how he's like, that was called Days Confused. Because <clears throat> he had to do that, because although it was a Led Zeppelin concert, it was everybody's first Led Zeppelin concert, so they didn't know the song. He wouldn't have to introduce the song like that for long. Because, my God, they just shot to the heavens like a fucking bottle rocket. They kept touring, they kept touring, they kept grinding over and over. They did a million runs through the States. In 69, they went back to Europe, did the UK several times, ran through everything to make a name for themselves, and each time they came, they were higher up. They went from and supporting act to Led Zeppelin, opening four to Led Zeppelin, co-headlining with to Led Zeppelin. That's it. <clears throat> then they didn't have an opening act a lot of the time, just Led Zeppelin. Brilliant. God, I love this band, and I love you guys too. Thank you for listening. I am going to get this zipped up and posted up. Go to heartofmarkness.com and get this. There's a couple songs you haven't heard, or maybe one. Yeah, you didn't hear I Can't Quit You, and you didn't hear You Shook Me. Those deserve to be heard. They deserve a voice. So go there and get one. All right. Love you. Be good to yourselves and each other. And adios.